Season 2, Episode 10. It's Carnality, the Church New Reality, Part 2. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the New Normal Podcast, 2020 edition. I am your host, Kevin D. Bradley. Man, we're going to get right into it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. As we continue the conversation the dialogue, the meaningful, and hopefully enlightening um, convo about is carnality the church new reality. Last week, we shared um, a clip that um, appeared on my social media timeline, and I have another one I would like to discuss as we continue this conversation boaz is spelled b-o-a-z everybody say b-o-a-z and so he's got some relatives called broke as po as lying as cheating as dumb as drunk as don't go out with him cheap ass turn to somebody and say i dated him Locked up as, good for nothing as, lazy as, and especially his third cousin beating your ass. Wait on your Boaz and make sure he respects your ass. Now there's your word. You wanted a word? You got a word. Quit dating anything on two legs. Let God take you through some loneliness. Let God take you through the wilderness. So that when they come, you'll be ready. So let's get into it. It is. Wow. It's mind boggling to me. That. The platform in which. God has called us to. And. First of all, the. The challenge that comes with connecting with people from all races and places and different stages can be challenging for a speaker but also the platform in which God has chosen us to present his gospel must always be sacred and protected and the issue in my opinion, I find with this is how you take the word um, Boaz and it's clever and it connected with the people, but was it appropriate? Was it proper? Was it the time and the place? And was it the platform? 
oftentimes, and it seems like there's more and more of this where everything and anything is being said across the pulpit for hand claps, for gestures and jesting and all type of things. But as we get into our uh, quotes and scripture of the day, want to really hone in and discuss this problem. You know, we have to check each other. We have to hold each other accountable. And I don't know um, if anyone came to this particular pastor preacher um, and shared with them like, hey, man, you, uh, you know, that was, you know, you kind of crossed the line there. Or maybe they did, not sure. But I think and I believe that oftentimes messages can be blurred and signals can be crossed when a secular or a carnal approach is taken to connect with a crowd or audience. Let's get into the quote of the days, which is a continuation from last week. There is no such thing as a continuously carnal Christian by Paul Washer, and he is lost who is possessed by carnal desire, desire, excuse me, uh, Mahatma Gandhi. Carnal is a dangerous drug. <laughs> and it tends to flare up and doesn't care where it flares up. It wants what it wants and it desires what it desires. Our scripture of the day comes from 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses 4 and 5. But last week we talked about Romans 8, 6 through 8. And it said, to, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity. And we know what enmity is, a feeling or condition of hostility, hatred, ill will, animosity, and antagonism. Um, it's enmity against God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God, which further notes, are we here to please God or are we here for the likes for the viral opportunities to get our name, make our name great, or are we here to make 
his name great? Have we been called to the platform of Christ or is it our platform we choose to build and hold up and be congratulated for? Our scripture today, 2 Corinthians 4, the fourth chapter, verse 4 and 5, says this. Let's get into our scripture today. Scripture of the day. Scripture of the day. Scripture of the day. Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses four and five, and it reads Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't they don't understand this message about the glory of Christ who is the exact likeness of God you see we don't go around preaching about ourselves we preach that Jesus Christ is Lord and we ourselves are your servants for Jesus sake this is Paul the apostle writing and this is 2 Corinthians the fourth chapter um, this is the NLT version the new living's translation and i want to read this fifth verse again he say you see we don't go around preaching about ourselves we preach that jesus christ is lord and we ourselves are your servants for jesus sake so there is a clear road a clear assignment when it comes to preaching, teaching Jesus Christ, it's simple and it's plain. But there seems to be an agenda, there seems to be pressure, there seems to be desires to tickle the fancy of the crowds <laughs> and miss or not focus on the opportunity in which we have been called to the platform to preach Jesus. What the preacher said about Boaz is Good information, but was it the time and the place to speak? Was his desire to go viral? Was it his desire to be clever, attract more people? Because the crowd ate it up. As you listen to the clip, they ate it up. They were excited. They said, mm, this tastes good. 
Mm, good. <laughs> but for what cost is it for us as leaders, as prophets, as teachers, as evangelists to move forward in such a way that would misrepresent Christ in any form of fashion? It's really something we should think about. It's something that we should keep in our minds, that we should be focused on the message of Jesus Christ, the word of Jesus Christ, and not give place to carnalism, to carnality, even in our creative space, we must understand that. And I'm a hip hop head. I love hip hop music. I love music, period. We must. It was clever and how he did it. But what if what message is being broadcast what message is being shared if that segment of that sermon is all that you hear how is Christ glorified what behaviors are we through this how we our word play and how we play on words and what we say, how we say it, when we say it, have an effect on the world, we are called to lead and win their souls for Christ. So we have to be mindful. We have to be aware. We have to be diligent. And we have to understand and know that it's always about the good news of Jesus Christ. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. It's about Jesus Christ. So let us keep in mind, let us be mindful, let our hearts and our spirits be diligent when it comes to our presentation and our represent, representation of Jesus Christ. Have we become familiar, too familiar with God? Have we 
got to a place, gotten to a place where we are so comfortable with being inappropriate in the pulpit that the reverence, the the care that came with the pulpit is no longer active. What has become or what is becoming of the church? How do we represent? How are we, how are we representing? Is it too much of the world infused in our church on today? Are is the church trying to be like the world instead of the world being like the church? Have we gotten to a place where our message matters more than the messenger? And that's the one who sent us, the one who have provided a platform. We must be accountable. We must keep in mind that being too familiar Can cause problems and we may move about it in a way that claims we are giving glory to God but our hearts are far away from really pleasing God and it's all about Everything else but the main thing. That's why it's important for us to keep the main thing the main thing. It's serious that we have to address the inappropriate language that is going forth over our pulpits and the boldness and the insensitive the insensitivity of some speakers preachers teachers that take an audacity and an approach that will invoke such language. We have to do better. We have to be better. And we have to let God rise in us. Our hearts must be close to the fire. 
We must ask God to create in us clean hearts and renew righteous spirits in us so that we reflect and represent him. And especially when it matters the most, when everyone is looking. As we begin to close this particular podcast, part two is Carnality, the Church New Reality, season two, episode 10. It's good to connect, but at what price are we connecting with the crowd? Do we have to be carnal Is carnality the new church reality? Have we become so familiar with God that we have become comfortable? We have become our intimacy with Christ, with God, our love relationship is fake. Where do we go from here? How do we correct what is wrong and how do we move forward? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for this day. Thank you for this time, this opportunity to speak your word, to speak your heart. Lord, we pray. That as preachers, as teachers, as leaders, however you have called us in the fivefold, however, whenever we lead, Lord, touch our hearts, O oh God. Let us be clear that the objective is to preach, teach, and lead Jesus Christ. I ask, O oh God, that you would touch all leaders, touch their hearts, touch their spirits, O oh God, that we may represent you all the time and that you will be proud of how we stand for righteousness and that we will continue to be empowered by your Holy Spirit. It's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Follow me. Follow me. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow the New Normal Podcast 2020 edition on all social media platforms. A great weekend. This is the New Normal Podcast. 2020 edition. Signing off. Enjoy yourself. Peace.